welcome to the Next Guy Up podcast. We have a very special episode today. This is Messing Around Monday. Uh, it is special because uh, Tinsley and Mason are actually in a car right now on the way <laughs> to Pittsburgh. They uh, sure are. So if it sounds a little different, if some stuff sounds, yeah, they sure are. If, if stuff sounds a little weird, it is because they are driving actively in a vehicle right now. The forte is put How's, in work. They're, they're putting in, yeah, we're, we are doing the, the most today. We are uh, maximizing our schedule. You know, we're, we're putting out content uh, full time right now. This is, we're doing the most. So, uh, Tins, Mason, how's the drive been so far? It's been pretty good. We talked about this last episode about stopping at gas stations and getting gas station hot dogs because right. that was in my draft uh, a couple of episodes back. And so far we are 0 for 2 on the gas stations there yeah. has not been any hot dogs in sight there was a corn dog but that's not what i drafted therefore i'm not going to eat a gas station corn dog mason is claiming that there's not a single hot dog at any of the places they've stopped so far <laughs> i will i will back that up there has not been i wouldn't i will not let him get away with not eating a gas station hot dog this trip it will happen uh i will make it happen You'd it will be on one. tiktok yes i will go out of my way if it comes to it also, I think he picked the sketchiest, most rundown gas station known to mankind on purpose the first time. Because I was like, why are we stopping here? And we had to take a restroom break. He I had to pee really bad. <laughs> hot dog of all time. It was pretty bad. And I was like, I'll get one. I stand by my my pick. Well, there was none there. So they had like those hot pockets that were probably sitting out for a while as well. But we got to find one of those guys. We're going to get one. Uh, and they're going to record it for for some content. So <clears throat> be on the lookout for that. It's coming. They're going to record. Whenever Mason does finally get one, uh, we're going to add that in to to this podcast somewhere so they can uh, we can all just enjoy hearing Mason eat a gas station hot dog. <laughs> uh, so that's coming. They're going to the football game tomorrow. Correct. Uh, and so how are you guys feeling about the game? You well, guys got tickets yet? Are you getting buying tickets there? No, we got tickets yesterday. Mason found a really good deal. Um, so we're going to be sitting on the Jags side of the stadium in the corner of the end zone. Very nice seats. Lower level, baby. Wow. That's yeah. So very excited. Brought all of the Jaguar jerseys so Mason can pick whichever one he likes. Um we had to stop at Dollar General so I could get a poncho because it's supposed to rain. It is supposed Ooh. to rain, but I have it's a. It's not supposed to snow like it is at a couple of games. Yeah, I don't games. Yeah, if it was supposed to snow, I think I would just throw up everywhere. You love the cold. What do you? <laughs> I mean? hate the snow. <laughs> the passion, which is very interesting, considering we're going to be, you know, it's colder weather, and we're going to be talking about right. things we like about fall, which is yeah, to me, yeah, fall yeah. is winter. Later in our draft. Did you ever make a comment, Tens, one time about you didn't like fall because you knew what was around the corner? Yes. That's exactly. what I thought. And it's, it's cold enough <laughs> as it is. Like, fall, there's some mornings it's like 40 degrees. Like, what yeah. are we doing? Like, let's let's warm this sucker back up. To be fair, you're out very early in the morning, Tens, for your job. I know, but even, the, like, 7 or 8 in the morning, it's still kind of cold. That's true. I'm just, it's I'm not true. about it. So, you will not see any kind of frolicking out in the out in the cold for my fall picks in the draft letter. Oh, boy. Sorry. 
<laughs> hit, hit little rumble sticks there. Is that what those are called? Rumble yeah. strips. Yeah. Strips. Oh, yeah. I thought you said rumble sticks. I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, to um, so in our neck of the woods today, I we had a gender reveal party for our baby, and it came up to be a girl. So we're very, I, I'm sharing hey. some of our personal lives with the with our with our audience out there. At the, uh, yeah. So uh, that's pretty exciting stuff happening on our end. We are excited about that. Zach um, is joining me in the girl dad club. Yeah, we we have a lot of girls running around these days. Tins has got two girls. Um, my brother and sister-in-law have a couple of girls as well. So we got girls running around like a bunch of banshees. <laughs> uh, so here we are. We're adding to the team, you know? Yeah. We're going to get us uh, get five. You know, we've got five right now. We can play, we can play some basketball. We got a whole basketball team. Uh, How shocked was everybody? Um, pretty surprised, honestly. I I think a lot of people. Well, maybe it's because I was just hyped up. I was very convinced it was going to be a boy. Uh, I don't know what made me think that, but I was very convinced. And so, I'm not like disappointed or anything. I, I think everyone. There's a couple. My wife and I were just like convinced it was going to be a boy. So maybe it's just like the odds, because I, I feel like everyone we know is having girls, and so. I was like, we got to balance this out. We're gonna have to. Have a <laughs> you got to have a boy somewhere yeah, in there. The yeah. odds, are, the odds are showing. <laughs> uh, but it was. It's a girl. So here we are. That's all exciting stuff. Um, all right. So today's episode, we have a couple fun things. We got we got rolling up. We are going to talk about um, our press release stuff. Uh, Mason, we we launched a new Mason uh, segment last week. It was very popular. We'll talk about history it with Mason a little bit. Yeah. yeah, we called it History with Mason. I think we're going to change the name, though. I I think I want to rebrand this name as Storytime with Mason. I, I uh, second that vote. I think Storytime kind of encompasses, it, it feels more uh, more true to reality. So, then I picked a great story, so got, by the way. We got a Storytime with a Mason one. coming up. You picked what? I picked a great story, by the way. I'm ready for it. Okay, it goes so with the Halloween we learned season. about Stingy, Stingy Jack, who's really <laughs> Stingy Jack. Um, <laughs> we heard Mason mispronounce like an astounding amount of words in, in, this, in a very <laughs> short amount of time. Uh, but it was like it was kind of a fun game, you know, to like try to interpret what was actually being said. Uh, I I really enjoyed the segment. I, I talked to some some other people, and they they thought it was very funny as well. So we're gonna keep going. We're gonna keep it going. Story time with Mason. Um, it's great content for the people, Mason. Thank you for providing it. <laughs> I'm just out here providing for the fans. Yeah, he does anything to entertain the fans out there. Uh, so we got press release, we got story time with Mason, and we are ending up. Uh, this is our last like kind of Halloween fall themed draft where our candy draft is sadly over. It was a it was a great run. I think a lot of people enjoyed it. We had we had a lot of pushback on some of our worst candy list. First of all, I. I, I think I realized throughout this whole this this candy podcast that people have just some drastically different candy tastes. Which I don't know. I got some pushback to my to my almond joy and mounds picks, and I was like, "Do people like those?" I guess people do. I I was a little bit like, mm, "I don't really like those." Uh, some people That's- thought we picked too good of candy for our list. We had that we had that kind of comment of, "You're all of these candies are actually that you guys picked. I like." Yeah, which was kind of shocking. We had one listener in particular uh, try to claim to me that that people give out circus peanuts for Halloween <laughs> trick or treating. 
<laughs> and I don't know what kind of psycho does that. I, I've never <laughs> once seen that person peanuts given out on Halloween. That person gets their house egged every time. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a shocking, uh, still just a wild pick by Mason for uh, <laughs> the, the jelly beans, birdie bots, every flavored jelly beans being picked there for Halloween candy. That is not really okay for it being Halloween. Maybe a little bit. I was stretching that, but if you like dog food flavored jelly beans, then you are <laughs> you are. Uh, insane you're crazy I think, those are okay, hor- so they're I, meant to taste horrible we're getting off topic here but you got me riled up I, all of a sudden i think the thing that everyone agreed with first of all is that licorice flavor is just the worst black licorice is maybe the worst flavor known to man and i'm not sure why anyone enjoys that um flavor. false your mom said that she liked black licorice so it's so disgusting. Like that's there's not many candies that I'm just like this is disgusting. But black licorice is one of them. I will not. I refuse to eat it. It's so bad. Well, I thought maybe we'd get a consensus of that was a good pick. The, the, thank you. The bad candies. I thought everybody yeah. would agree, but we like you said earlier, we got some backlash. Yeah, on, I was shocked. Yeah. I think we got more pushback on that than some of the other ones. Like I agree. I didn't think in any world I would get roasted for taking. Double bubble chewing gum and Smarties, but I was being persecuted on <laughs> online. <laughs> it's it is wild. I mean, I'm I've eaten smart. I've eaten a lot of Smarties in my lifetime. So I've eaten a lot of double bubble in my lifetime. But it's just not. I I know we're we're off the candy topic. We've we've talked about candy <laughs> for many hours now on on the on this podcast. But we had some interesting discourse over the course of this week. Uh, so we are, we're doing our last kind of Halloween theme draft this week. We are drafting uh, favorite fall slash Halloween activities. So the things that you look forward to once the temperatures like start to fall and in, in, in the fall time around this time of year. So favorite activities. It's a little bit of a different draft than what we've been doing. I think it'd be fun. Uh, so that's what we got today. Uh, this is going to be a fun episode. All right. Uh, do we, do we want to jump into some press release stuff first? Yeah, let's, let's, let's hit it. All right, let's let's do it. Tens, you want you want to kick us off, press? Yeah, I got you. Um, so as many of you know, I'm a big fan of Gordon Ramsay. It's true. I took him on my desert island draft. Uh, I think Gordon Ramsay really popped off being famous when the show Kitchen Nightmares came out many years ago. Had a good run of like I think like seven seasons, and then he went to go do more of the competition style cooking shows. Well, Kitchen Nightmares yeah. is back, baby, and it has never been better. I've watched the first two episodes of this season, this new season. These food, these refrigerators are full of disgusting food. Uh, these people are cross-contaminating everywhere, and Gordon Ramsay is shutting down restaurants at an amazing pace. Um, just yelling, screaming, telling them how they're just morons. It is <laughs> top-tier television watching Gordon Ramsay get mad and just finding just all this nasty stuff in restaurants. So uh, awesome. very excited so to restaurants have... restaurants haven't got better over the years? No. That, it still is amazing. Old. What I want to know, because sometimes he'll pull out like cases of meat that are years old and have mold growing right. in them, which that takes a long, long time for that to happen to meat. Like if you've signed yeah. up for Gordon Ramsay to come to your restaurant... The least you can do 
is make sure it's clean. Like maybe you suck at cooking, but like let's <laughs> not have like a box of chicken that's been in there for a year that's literally just like is disgust. That's just always, so nasty. You always wonder that. Like people know that he's coming. It's not like a surprise. Like, right. if you knew he was coming, would the first thing you did not be like, let's not get embarrassed by having our, like, let's just deep clean our kitchen. Right. At least and do that. The whole week, just making sure that this place is clean so when he comes in, he's not just horrified. I wonder what they do. Right. Like, how like they, start off on a good foot. But I wonder if that's part of the show. Like, they, if you register, they say, like, don't change anything you do. Keep it Yeah, the same. that could be part of it. Because otherwise, there's no way people just don't do that you know that doesn't make any sense to me there have been some that like the cleanliness isn't an issue at all it's just like food quality or taste is what is like killing their business so but for the most part it is like a cleanliness thing is like always the first part of the episode where it's just it's so disgusting and as someone who's worked in restaurants a long time sometimes i wonder like are they paying off the health inspectors because if this restaurant is truly that nasty as someone who's been through many, many health inspections, like, yeah. I don't know how they're passing. It's a great question, Tins. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I always <laughs> wonder about, like, I guess there has to be an agreement with the show or something to prevent people from putting on, like, an act when he's there. Yeah. I just feel like if I owned a restaurant, I would be like, everybody, be on your best behavior. I'm getting my best my best people here today. I'm getting my best cooks in. We make sure that everything is like, you know what I mean? There's yeah, no like way. at least be a mediocre <laughs> restaurant. Yeah. Don't be a complete disaster in front of Gordon Ramsay. Like at least be like, okay, there's, it's bad, but it's fixable. But then when right. they want those people on the show, yeah. that's what makes it. It's a, the chaos and the, just the, how bad the whole situation is. Well, that is the question, you know, like. Maybe it's just maybe they truly just get like absolute disasters on the show, so it's like there's no way they can recover from it. They tried cleaning, but like it's still just a, <laughs> which could be true. Uh, love it. It could be true. I know they put up like like hidden cameras sometimes and film them before, right? As well, yeah. But I wonder how much of that a fun like, show. I, I've always enjoyed yeah. watching. We've we've watched. Sorry, Tim. No, I was just saying. I wonder how much like they know uh, where the cameras the are. Season. Where the cameras are? Yeah, like I wonder if they know. You cut out a little bit. Yeah, sorry. Like, yeah, I wonder. Like, yeah, they are hidden cameras, but like, how do they not know the cameras are there? Like, someone has to come put them in there. But I don't know. Hmm. Maybe they come hmm. in in secret and hide them all. My last question hidden. is: Is that Tinsley wanted him on, like, on an island with him? Have you seen how scary that man can be? And how much he's throwing and yelling and screaming. And you want him on a deserted island with you? Yeah, because he would be the chef. He would keep the kitchen clean. And so you'd never have anything to be mad about. But all of a sudden, you accidentally like put something somewhere. And he calls you like a explicit buffoon or something. And throws a pan at you. Well, I probably deserve it. <laughs> it's entertaining. You know, is that food is fire <laughs> <laughs> cleanest kitchen, cleanest island kitchen you've ever seen. Exactly. I love it. I'm going to have to watch it. I watched a lot of it. I watched episodes from like when it was in England and when it was in America. Uh, there's some there's some classics. Uh, what's the one at the Cupcake Company? Uh, no Amy's. Baking. Amy's. I think it's all time. 
Yeah, that is an all time. I go back and watch that one still every couple, like a couple hilarious. months. Those people are just the craziest people on earth, and they own yeah. a baking company together. And they, for some reason, thought it was a good idea to invite Gordon Ramsay to come in. <laughs> and then try and argue with him like he doesn't know and about they, food. The first thing he said was like they just started yelling back. And he's like, what did you expect out of this situation? Like he was come in and be like, You're right. You guys are running the greatest business of all time and your customers are stupid. <laughs> oh yeah. Out there again. That that is a, a banger of an episode. They yes, it is. Do we have like an S multiple of them. season or episode that is, just to give uh, the fans out there a good a good watch. Here, I'll, I'll look. I'll look it up. Okay. While he's looking that up, I do want to say one thing. I've called Gordon Ramsay out a little bit is that he has released, I, I saw him at Walmart the other day, microwavable frozen meals, which is funny because he absolutely trashes on restaurants that use microwaves. So kind of funny. He has his own line of microwavable meals now. You know what? You got to do what you got to do to make some money. Yeah. I mean, at this, at this rate, he's probably a billionaire. I mean, so he's, we, yeah, he's doing well for himself with that. Should we try him and give a review on the pod? We need Ooh, to try it. Yeah, Ooh, that's a good, good yeah, idea. That's that's the move. We'll definitely we'll have to do that. All right, we're gonna try it. So the episode in question, there are actually a few episodes. The first one though was uh, season six, episode eight or episode sixteen. Sorry, Amy's Baking Company. Yep, there it is. That's the uh, one. This everybody. particular place has a one point two stars out of five. <laughs> it looks like Facebook reviews. Good times. Is it stone business? Uh, truly just wild stuff. Okay. Good press release, Tins. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we will try some of those uh, frozen foods. I think that'd be fun. Um, okay. So my press release, uh, some may argue it, it has some interlapping uh, ideas with our with our sports episode, but I'm sorry. there's not. We're not going to be talking deep into the sports and the stats here. Uh, I think it's an I think it's a very interesting story, whether you like football or not. So that's what we're going to talk about because I usually get my uh, my press release topics from my Twitter feed. Let's just see what people are talking about. And holy cow, my entire Twitter feed has been about this for the past week. And so here here's where we're at. I thought it'd be interesting to kind of present some of this to you guys and just give you the whole story. So uh, here's where we're starting. This is about uh, Michigan. Uh, Jim Harbaugh and the saga of uh, the sign stealing that that has been happening apparently for at least the past year straight. So uh, <clears throat> just to give a little bit more background maybe than we normally would because this is our non-football episode. Um, Jim Harbaugh is the head coach of Michigan. And what is what, what is being alleged is that he has been sending people to games of future competition to sit in the stands and record what's been happening on the sidelines to see like their signals to the, to the football field. And then, so they can know them. So then when they recognize them during the game, when they play them later in the season, they will know what they're going to run and be able to stop what could they, they'll know in advance. This is very frowned upon. And that, in fact, it's illegal in the football world. Um, and so this has happened a few times. This happened in the world series with the Houston Astros doing something very similar in baseball. But uh, this, this story is very widespread and goes kind of deeper, and it's been getting wilder as, as things have come out about it. Uh, Michigan, so this guy's name is Connor Stallion, first of all. Uh, that's the dude's name. name. Wild name for this story. Uh, top tier, truly, Connor <laughs> Stallion is a wild name. So 
he's been he apparently bought tickets to like ten plus games last year of of games that Michigan was not even playing in, which feels very sketchy to be on Michigan staff standing right next to Jim Harbaugh to buy tickets to games <laughs> that you're not even a part of that Michigan's not playing in. So he's sitting at these uh, in these games, and what it comes around to is that he has been recording for definitely all of Michigan's opponents. But uh, what it what got wild is that he was even going to to games of teams that Michigan might play in the playoffs, which the reason this overlapped with a lot of people out on my Twitter is that this included some Tennessee games. So it has come around, and I think that I think the information is pretty good actually that he was at a, a Tennessee Kentucky game uh, and re- was recording Tennessee because Tennessee was at that point. Uh, really looking good for a playoff spot. And he was, it, was, it kind of became clear that Jim Harbaugh was nervous about Tennessee and what they might do in the playoffs and was like trying to scout them out. Uh, so what what has been happening on the Twitter is people have been kind of looking through some message boards and found a message board from last year on a Tennessee message board that said some things uh, from like a anonymous user that, they had gotten, uh, they had scouted Tennessee and given information to South Carolina to allow South Carolina to have a leg up to hopefully beat Tennessee to kick them out of playoff contention so that Michigan would not have to play them in the future. That's how deep this went. Not only are we trying to provide in- info for us to beat a team, but we're trying to help other teams beat the teams that we're scared of playing. So this just this got really crazy all of a sudden, and and it started blowing up. So Tennessee fans all obviously are pretty upset about that loss to South Carolina last year, and are starting to to blame people for things. Uh, it's turned into a real conspiracy theory fest, um, like only Twitter can do. And uh, so, but also South Carolina beat a, a a pretty highly ranked Clemson team the next week, who also have was in playoff contention. And so there's there's a lot of question marks there. What was happening and whether uh, this was real? Um, but we're, people are trying starting to find like receipts online. People are posting stuff and digging deep, and it, and the story gets pretty wild all of a sudden. So very interesting stories that have come around uh, online. So the way this story ends, if we're ending my little story time today, is apparently Michigan scouted out TCU, who they're actually playing in the playoffs. TCU is told from multiple sources that Michigan's been doing this. And so they make the decision to change all of their signs, like their entire playbook. And they do. And guess what happens? Uh, Michigan, Michigan gets definitely won, really right? bad to TCU, a team that, um, I mean, was kind of the underdog here. Yeah, Michigan did not win and got smacked around by TCU after TCU changed all the signs. So um, that, that's the end of the story. Apparently, they've been doing it this year as well. And uh, so they finally got kind of exposed. Uh, Jim Harbaugh is in pretty deep water for this. It's one of those classic kind of conspiracy theory stories that can only happen in college football where fan bases just start going crazy about it. And so it's it's been fun. It's been a fun week. It's been my all that's in my Twitter feed. So I thought I just wanted to share with everybody out there. Oh, it's definitely that's been my press probably release, the though. biggest thing. It's been fun. It's been fun reading all the conspiracy theories. Zach, you even sent a video of like the South Carolina players with wristbands on with like plays and stuff during the UT game. Did that have to do with the the sun? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, it was the the only game or the first game that South Carolina defense wore wristbands was when they played Tennessee. And then, like they even shouted that out, like in the in the call of the game, the the person, yeah, who was who was comment commentating the game was like, "This is the first game they've won. Uh, they've worn these wristbands." Um, hmm. And so, interesting. All of this stuff is like being being like looking back now at, at Michigan's season last at last year and some of the stuff. It's like, oh, maybe this was happening all of last year. This is real. So, pretty wild stuff. All right, and now it is your favorite segment of the day. Gather around the campfire, everybody, because it's story time with Mason. Yes, I'm ready. All right, I picked a very special story to tell, which is the legend of Sleepy Hollow. Ooh. The valley known as Sleepy Hollow hides from the world in the high hills of New York State. There are many stories about the Quiet Valley, but the story that people believe most is about a man who rides a horse at night. Mm. The story says the man died many years ago during the American Revolutionary War. Okay. His head was shot off. Every night he rises from his burial place, jumps on his horse, and rides through the valley looking for his lost head. All right, I'm going to speed ahead a little bit. Uh... (laughs) Near Sleepy Hollow is a village called Terrytown, and a and a and it was settled many years ago by people from Holland. Uh, the village had a small school, and one of the teachers named Ichabok 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 yep. Crane. Ichabok Crane was a good name for him because he looks like a tall bird, like a crane. Hmm. Ooh. Interesting. Among I'm skipping ahead some more. Among the ladies Ichabok taught was one Katrina Van Tassel. She was the only daughter of a rich Dutch farmer. Okay. Uh, She was a girl. (laughs) uh, Let's go ahead and skip forward a little bit. (laughs) Time passed and the town people thought Ichabok was winning. Brahm's horse was never seen at Katrina's house on Sunday nights anymore. One day in autumn, Ichabok was asked to uh, come to a big party in Van Tassel Town's home. He dressed in his best clothes. A farmer loaned him an old horse for the lone trip to the party. Wow, this is a long story. And we're just getting some like, boring <laughs> details. Where's the part where he dies? Spoiler alert. Yeah, you're right. Um, All right, yeah, skip to the good stuff. Yeah, you're right. Ichabok hit, uh, kicked and hit his old horse with all his power. Away they rushed through the bushes and the trees across the valley of Sleepy Hollow. Up ahead was the old church bridge where the headless horseman stops and returns to his burial place. If only I get there first, I am safe, thought Ichabok. He kicked his horse again. The horse jumped onto the bridge and raced over like a sound of thunder. Uh, the end. <laughs> is Zach there? You cut out for a second. Oh no! Let's let's start over <laughs> from the very beginning. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, they walked across the valley. They saw foot marks of Ichabod's Ichabod's horse, and it had raced through the valley. They even found Ichabod's old hat in the near uh, the dust near the bridge, but they did not find Ichabod mm. himself. The only thing they found was lying there was his hat. 
It was broken piece, and there was broken pieces of round orange pumpkin. Hmm. Mm. And now that's the story. The end. <laughs> Beautiful Thank story. You. Thank you. Well, story time with Mason never just. You're right. Wait. Okay. Before we leave, can you pronounce the main character's name one more time? Inchabach. <laughs> Let's keep changing. I changed it every time you said it. Well, I think it's Ichabach. Can you can you spell it? Can you spell it? Yeah. Spell I C H A. B O D. Oh, why did I put a K in there on the end? Every time you said Ichabod, every <laughs> I was like, I'm almost positive it's Ichabod. Yeah, it was Ichabod. Um, but then you, then sometimes you said Itcha Ichabok. Sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, it's I C H A B O D. Ichabod. Ichabod. Yeah. Um, I should just. But I don't know. I don't know where you found the K. I don't know where you found it. Ichabok. <laughs> I don't know. Should I start the story over, though? Yeah, run it back really fast. Yeah, really. Okay. All right. I'll start from the very beginning. Okay. Great story time, Mason. Great work. The valley known as uh, Sleepy no- Hollow hides from the world <laughs> in the high hills of New York State. I'm just kidding. I'm the fun part, I, I just have, I don't even know what the story was about still. Like, you skipped around a bunch and then talked about a horse and a pumpkin head guy, and then I still don't really... <laughs> like you left out the important details, I think. So I still don't really know what the story is about. But you know, that's part of story time with Mason. You you get what you pay for. That's right. <laughs> what you pay for nothing. You so. pay nothing. <laughs> so you get exactly. nothing. <laughs> Ichabod's hair stood straight up. It was too late to run in his fear. He did the only thing he could. His shaking voice broke the silence of the valley. The end. <laughs> Wow, it's nothing happened once again. Really, just <laughs> no action there. Okay. So, <laughs> thank you, Mason. Anytime. Uh, let's, let's get into um, our uh, our draft of the day. It's, it's kind of a draft, I guess. We're drafting things, uh, activities that you look forward to in the fall season uh, or around Halloween time. So, uh, it can be anything. Our, the, the door is wide open. Um, I think we're going to take five things each just because that's kind of our normal uh, routine. But you can it can be pretty much anything. As long as it happens during the fall time, I think it's, it's pretty much acceptable. So um, is everyone ready? Yeah, we're yeah, ready. yeah. Let's ready. get good. Yeah. feel good about it. All right. We're getting the spinny wheel up. You guys are just going to have to trust me because you guys can't see it now. So first pick is... Please not uh, me. Please ooh, not me. me. I am... Second mm, pick doesn't happen very often. What the heck? Ten's a second. Mason is third on the turn. Back to oh. back. All right. All, All right. right. Uh, so my number one. Are we? Is everyone ready? We feel good. Yeah, we're ready. Up. Let's do it. Um, and so obviously we're we're adults now. Um, but this can be like from any time of life. You know, like this can be something that you enjoyed doing when you were younger, or you look forward to doing with your kids, you know, so this can be, I know Halloween can come with a lot of different things like that. So just an FYI. Okay. So, uh, I think my, my number one overall pick, uh, activities that you like doing in the fall time or around Halloween. Um, hmm, I think I'm going to go with, uh, watching football. That got it. Mm. 
football starts in the fall, when the, whenever it starts getting a little cooler, you know the football's coming out. So football Saturdays, we're getting to watch football all weekend. Uh, peak fall activity. Yep, that was that was mine. It's the only thing I like about the fall. Good guy, man. I thought you liked the cold. Hate the cold. <laughs> Loves cold. All right, tens. Sorry, right. I took you uh, on one. What do you got? All right, I'm gonna go with uh, a bonfire, mm. roasting some s'mores, having Ooh, everybody over, hanging bonfire. out outside. You know, doing a bonfire. That's a great pick. Yeah, they, love a bonfire. I, I was hoping when to get football cool outside. So then uh, the temperature of the fire is pretty warm. You have a warm fire, cool air. You get to uh, get some of the s'mores action going on. Yep. Uh, it's Can't never a bad it. time around, around a fire. Yeah. That's a good one, Tim. Great pick. Thank you. All right, Mason, what do we, what do we got? Things to do during the fall. I'm going to go yep. with TP in someone's house with toilet yep. paper. Great pick. I, I was hoping it was, about the, it was on my list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not that we've experience doing this. Not that we've ever Never. actually done this before. It no. it's theoretically sounds like a fun thing we could do. Yeah, we wouldn't tell anybody to go do it. No, never. <laughs> we can't endorse those activities. Absolutely um, not. It's always fun, you know. It's whenever you. <laughs> well, how would you know? You've never done it before. <laughs> well, that's true. In theory, in theory, um, it's a level of excitement. It's hard to achieve. Uh, most times without actually committing like real crimes, you know, <laughs> and it feels like the one time where it's like, you know, trespassing is, is pretty much okay. Uh, defacing <laughs> someone's public property or someone's private property. You know, it's like you, people overlook it on Halloween. It's like, it's almost like it's the true. one night of the year. It's kind of like the purge, you know, where it, it is, <laughs> but it's like, we're going to overlook some of these like mischief and hijacks and shenanigans just for like one night of the year. It's going to be okay. No one's going to get arrested for TPing a house. It's true. It's true. Wow, look. We're All in right. Cincinnati. We're in Cincinnati, everybody. That's, That's a good one. That's an update. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, my number two pick right, is going to be... I'm going to go with carving pumpkins. Oh, Ooh, no. Also awesome. on my list. How's the internet connection? We good? It's good. Yeah, you're good right now. Okay. Okay, carving pumpkins. We do it at least also once on my a year. List. Um, we, we, uh, used to make pumpkin stew every year. I know I'm getting off topic, but it's like beef stew inside a pumpkin. And we like cut open the pumpkin. Anytime I like smell a pumpkin, I kind of think of that. I know it's right. a little different, but like carving pumpkins is a the, big thing for us. You eat the seeds? You ever like roast uh, the seeds? We would, yeah, we'd roast the seeds in the oven and do like the, so we're huge into, and the, when we were kids, we always clean the pumpkins out and carve and stuff. So carving pumpkins, my... I feel like I'm doing pretty decent in this draft to start. Pretty good one so far. <laughs> and here's the thing. I've done zero research. I've just gone off of, like, memories and things that I've enjoyed doing. And yeah. maybe that's the key to my success. Is you just need not to doing, it more. Just not doing research. You're correct. All right. <laughs> Those are my two back-to-back picks. TP right. and someone's house. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Tins? All right. Um, I'm going to go with trick-or-treating. Even, trick-or-treating. You know, Elite. It's fun when you're a kid, and then as you get older, you think you're too cool for it. And then you grow up, you get married and have kids, and you get to trick-or-treat again. It's very fun. I, I really enjoy taking my kids trick-or-treating, stealing their candy. Yeah. You know, it's Thank called you. the dad tax. 
Um, <laughs> so I get I get some of their candy. It's a good Especially one. the circus peanuts when you get the circus peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. Yep. So I'm gonna okay. go trick or treat. Good one. Um, I'm going to go with um. Let's do uh. Okay, let's do it. Let's do watching scary movies. Oh, um, I, I'm not a like a. I'm a person who likes to watch like a handful of scary movies right around Halloween, and that's pretty much all the ones I like watching. I don't really watch them just for fun throughout the rest of the year, but once whenever you start feeling it in the air, like the like the the everything that you feel like fall and Halloween's getting close, it's just fun to put on a couple of those like sort of scary but not really scary movies, like uh, just to get you in that Halloween spirit you know yep i agree um so that's that's one of mine that's my second pick my third pick um let's go with uh watching uh or getting to look at like the leaves changing like going on a drive to see the leaves changing uh, uh i live up here kind of in the mountains a little bit more in east tennessee so we get some pretty drastic leaf change and you get to go up in the smokies or there's some pretty scenic drives where you get to see all the leaves and so that's a pretty popular uh, thing around here. My neighborhood right now, all the leaves are changing. The downside is that all the leaves are falling as well. And so my yard is just got leaves all over it and raking them sucks. That is not on my list, raking leaves. But getting to see the colors of the leaves is, is definitely on my list. All right. So this one's going to be more of a personal pick here. Uh, and I'm going to get slandered for it, I'm sure. But I'm going to pick with my heart. I'm not going to pan into the crowd. So that's what keeps traps but i'm gonna go with college basketball starting up uh mm. you know, later in the fall first week of november college basketball starts and college basketball is very fun very wild anything can happen you know march madness is great but we're talking about fall here and so i'm gonna go college basketball starting well i like it i love college basketball i think we'll talk about it at least a little bit on this show um on our sports episodes but i like college basketball yeah, we'll for sure talk about it on uh, I think all three of us are very college basketball fans. Not even just but like just in general. It's kind of the time of the year where they start doing those preseason tournaments and stuff. Yeah, get some fun. And matches. everyone's, I don't know, it's that beginning of the year when everyone's like, "Man, we could actually be pretty good," you know? Yeah, you get like Arkansas playing real Gonzaga, and, you know, just a good team. Teams don't play each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is pretty fun sometimes to get to play teams across conference. All right, great pick, uh, Mason. I'm gonna go. Pick. Yes. So I think I'm gonna go more food based here. Okay. Certain things that you think of when you have food during the fall. Oh boy. And that's going to be a, a caramel apple. Eating a caramel apple. Hmm. So it looks like Tinsley's reaction actually took one of his. Yep, that was one. I wanted it next. Dang. So there, and I've gone to some places where they go all out. So I don't know if I'll be able to like get all of that as like they like do s'mores, caramel apple, and all these different ones. Chocolate drizzled over it. I'm just gonna stick with like caramel, but I hope like everybody thinks so. You get all of them, but if not, that's fine. But the caramel apple, I'm gonna go with as my yeah. top. And then I need the duo. So I'm going to go with drinking apple cider. I love both of them. 
drink it hot, mm. drink it cold. We actually bought like several gallons and I just fill it up in my cup and drink it on the way to work or at work. Several so gallons with, of apple cider. <laughs> literal. Ga- it's expensive. It's like $6 for a gallon of apple cider. But if you uh, actually hold on, I'm not going to say anything else. Uh, but if you do fall things like he, he, I'll say one that he already picked, but the bonfire drink apple uh-huh. cider, hot apple cider, things like that. So that's my, that's my pick. I'm going with that. Yep. Put it in the books. I remember when apple cider was like a dollar a gallon. When we were a real country, you could, there's affordable. Not only the rich people can buy apple cider. <laughs> Like Mason. Yeah. I had to sell my car just to sell the spark and just to afford a, a carpooling to work every day. But I got my apple cider. Yep. <laughs> All right, Mason. Fourth pick. Oh, I did. So. Oh, you did two already. Yeah, you got the caramel you. apple and the apple cider. App, lots of apples. Gotcha. I'm going to stick to fall drinks here. I'm going to take drink hot chocolate. Mmm. Best of like good hot chocolate on a nice cold night. Yep. That's a good one. So uh, it speaks for itself. Hot chocolate. If you don't like it, get out of here. It speaks for itself. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with um, let's do, I think I'm going to do corn mazes. Mm. <laughs> Very seasonal. Uh, pretty fun you know it's it's one of those things you can only do at a certain time of year it's fun you go with you go with friends and you go hang out and and do the corn maze thing uh it's just one of those very seasonal fall things for me i don't know um i I never did in the haunted corn maze vibe i'm not a super big haunted house fan like i don't seek them out actively usually but uh corn maze are fun and then let's do my last pick <clears throat> this is a little bit personal pick as well. I'm going to go with uh, getting having the ability to wear more clothes. Uh, I love that. You know, know in the summer and it's hot outside. Um, <laughs> you know, it's when it's hot outside, you you can't like wear layers. So, you know, you're there's you can't cover up all of your uh, your your curves and edges. You know, so. Whenever it gets a little cooler, though, you can wear a flannel, you can wear a coat or a jacket, you can wear a hoodie, and it's all nice. is all is well in your world. You know, yeah, it's, you can wear you can wear hoodies for every day, and no one cares. It's much easier to like to dress because you you just got jackets over the top of everything. It doesn't matter what you have on. Um, love getting to, to wear more clothes. Yeah, that's mine. That's uh, that's a good one. I would, hey, I would, uh, hoodie season. That's awesome. Hoodie season. All at tens. Last pick. Last pick. Let's go. This one's absolutely destroyed, but I don't care. Uh, fall back. So daylight savings. We get an hour back of sleep. Suck it. Hmm. Oh, no. It's a shorter day. What do you mean? I don't know. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's like dark at four o'clock. By the time I get up at work, it's dark. It's like the worst part to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel here. There's plenty. He hates fall. Hater of fall. I hate fall. That's the thing I hate. So, might as well. Looks like it. Feel like I get hours. Hmm. That's an interesting uh, take. We. I can't wait for Mason. Mason. <laughs> I'm gonna go with hayride. <laughs> okay. I really felt in my gut like you were gonna do go with pumpkin spice. 
Uh, I, w- I was, but I just I don't feel like getting roasted right now. I'm in the car <laughs> right now. I'm ready to get out of the car. And I just I didn't want to get roasted with pumpkin spice. So okay, hay ride. All the when was the last, the when was the last hay ride you were on? Uh, I was probably like 16. Okay, been a minute. It's been a minute. The Bring kids like hay rides. Hay rides back. 14 minutes. Bring them back. <laughs> All right. Yep. That's my pick. That's it's better than daylight savings time. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Zach, you cannot agree with that pick. You, if if so, there's collusion. Uh, no, I, I cannot agree with that. Pick. Yeah, here, um, I hate getting off, uh, work and it being dark already. That sucks. Yep, it does. All That's right, there's our picks. That's a draft, guys. Um, if you noticed, I'm not sure what this is going to sound like. I'm going to be almost guaranteed that the sound quality got a good bit worse about seven minutes ago, uh, which is because the laptop that Tins and Mason were recording are on died mid-pod. So sorry if you noticed that and the, and the quality got much worse. Uh, thank you for sticking it out with us. Sometimes you're on these trips and you got to do what you got to do. You know, we got to get that content out there to the people. We have not missed a single episode, not laid off a single employee. So you know what? We, <clears throat> we're still out here. Uh, be on the lookout. We have a weekend preview show coming up in just a few days on Friday. Uh, big episode coming up. We have we have uh, those episodes have been growing in popularity a good bit. Uh, next got parlay. If uh, hopefully it's hit whenever you're listening to this and you made a lot of money over the weekend, but be looking out there. Be uh, watching out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're out there. Tins and Mason been crushing the Twitter game. Uh, do putting out some bets and things like that. So. Uh, We will also be updated on uh, Mason's hot dog ventures uh, sometime in the near future. So that's our show today. Thank you guys for listening in. We will see you on Friday. Have a great week. What's up, guys? Mason Trennell from the Next Guy Up podcast. (laughs) Not a parlay. We got parlays on the mind. Uh, So actually, what I got to do was make a hot dog. We drafted these. Look at that. And you haven't lived if you didn't get to customize and make your own hot dog from a gas station. I got to put how much mustard, how much relish. It had pickles, and I even did a jalapeno. I might be regretting that later. Who knows? There it is. Look. So I'm going to give an honest review here. And I'm going to go ahead and try not to make a mess in Tinsley's car right now. Three, two, one. Let's get it. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, no. Well, okay, to be honest, I kind of just covered the whole thing in mustard and relish, so you can't really taste <laughs> It's probably a good thing you can't taste the hot dog. It's very dry. It's been there for a really long time. But it it might have helped if you put, like, two hot dogs in that thing. <laughs> I probably should have put more mustard on it just to, just to give it a little more, uh, even out the dryness of it. But one down, a couple more of these to go. That's it. That's a, that's a review. You didn't give it a score. Oh, this is like a (laughs) 2.2.